Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dacuid Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Change 
gave me brand new life, only you, the only one who won my heart that way. testimonies as the young man was saying in the advert during the announcement it's a good idea to send your testimonies because they will bless somebody amen and I believe you're going to be blessed by this testimony for about two weeks anytime I attempted to sleep I'd begin to hear strange tapping noises in my room it was odd because I wouldn't hear anything throughout the day but as soon as I turned off the lights and I was ready to sleep, I'd begin to hear it. I would immediately be filled with fear because it felt like something else was in the room. But whenever I looked, there would be nothing there. Every night, I found it difficult to sleep, not because the noises were loud, but because I was very scared. I started to play preaching and worship songs, but I could still hear the strange tapping noises. After a week and a half, I was still very anxious and very tired from missing sleep. So I decided it was enough and I went to sleep in my mum's room. Last Sunday, during the communion, 
Bishop Richard prayed and said, Every disturbance in your life disappears. Anything that has disturbed your peace perishes today. I am sure I shouted the loudest amen. I really believed and received it. When I went to home that night, I had faith and decided to sleep in my own room. By the grace of God, I slept peacefully that night and every night since. I have not heard any of the strange noises, and I believe it's only through Bishop Richard's prayers and prophecies. Thank you so much, Bishop. God bless you. Amen. Did that testimony bless you as well? So we want to hear another testimony. So please put your hands together and let's welcome our brother, Joseph. Amen. Hi, Hi guys. Um, my name is Joseph and I'm a film star. Um, my testimony is about how I received the blessing through the um, communion and through the prayers of our father, Bishop Richard. So um, throughout the year, um, I was struggling to find accommodation for the next academic year. In my uni, most people find um, accommodation for the next year, the year before. So by December 2016, most people had found accommodation already, but I hadn't. Um, I was looking, I was looking, I used to go to lots of viewings, but some of the houses weren't nice enough, some of them were too far, some of them were too expensive. But then it got to a point, I actually found one that I liked, but then the landlord told me no. So at this point, I just realized that I've had enough. So I stopped looking, um, which was quite silly of me, because I didn't have anywhere to live. But, um, and then, um, so everyone was getting worried except for me. And people were asking me, Joseph, where are you going to live? And strange enough and funny enough, I just say, um, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will think about itself. And even the birds have a place to sleep, so I'll, by, all, by all means, I'll find somewhere to sleep. As for sleeping, I'll sleep somewhere. But, um, yeah, so I actually let it go. And then, this was, an, this was around February. Around May, um, I received an email from my university inviting me to be part of a scheme um, of senior residents living on campus. And then when I saw the email, I remembered Bishop Richard's prophecies that this is a season of effortlessness. So I was minding my own business and I received this email. So I started to think maybe this is, this is a prophecy coming to life in my life. Um, so I applied for it. Um, they gave us a date to apply by. Um, so I applied and then I sent the application. They told us that if you don't hear from us by this certain date, assume that you are unsuccessful. The day before the deadline day, I still hadn't heard from them. So I started to um, lose hope and give up. But then on the morning of the deadline day, I received an email saying that I'd been accepted or I should, sorry, I'd been invited to attend the interview. So this was a Friday. On the Sunday, um, we'd finished church in Norwich. I go to university in Norwich. Um, we'd finished church in Norwich and I decided to tune into the First Love London session, um, sorry, message on, <laughs> on, <laughs> on Facebook Live. Um, so I was watching it and it was a powerful message as always. And then the message had ended and it was time for communion. So I decided to get involved. Um, I got my Vim tour. I got my bread. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So <laughs> I got my Vim tour. I got my bread, and I decided to be part, be part of the communion. Um, Bishop Richard, who was pro- he was prophesying, he was praying. He said that. This week, you go for an interview or you have an exam 
And when you come out, the response that you give was, it was good. And um, I believed it so much. I remember I shouted amen in my house. I'm sure everyone in my street heard me shout that amen. I believed it so much. Um, so the next day I went for the assessment, and by God's grace, it was good. Um, normally after such a thing, the response you get from me is, it's under the blood. But today I decided to add, it was good to it was under the blood. Um, at the end of the assessment, they told me that we have interviews throughout the whole week. So um, expect to hear from us early next week if you're successful. But the very next morning, I received a phone call saying that we're so impressed with your performance yesterday that we'd like to invite you to the next stage. So this is stage three. So it was truly good. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I went to the third stage and by God's grace, I got accepted onto the scheme. Um, so I went from not having anywhere to live to having free accommodation for the rest of my stay at university. <laughs> yeah. So um, I believe... Um, yeah. So... Two news. Um, I believe that <laughs> I believe that um, it was from. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> um, this was only through the communion and through the prayers of our Father. So I'd just like to first of all thank God and thank Bishop Richard for his prayers and his prophecies. I'd also like to encourage everyone, especially if you're watching on Facebook or if you're listening to the podcast later on. Um, I receive my blessing through the communion. So when the preaching finishes, don't be in a hurry to turn off the podcast or turn off the message because. You don't know which part of the message you get your blessing from. Amen. Thank you. Wow. Give it up for Joseph. You, some of you guys have been joking with the communion. He said he got his Vimto. So you have to take it seriously. Find some Ribena, some, some fruit juice. Warm Ribena. Yeah, just, just everything you can do, do it. <laughs> Two news. <laughs> Okay, so are you guys ready for what's coming next? Oh, you don't sound excited. Okay. So please put your hands together and let's welcome Stella! Of God 
careful, careful, careful. At the window, I beheld among the simple ones. Behold a young man, void of understanding, passing by. He's in the streets. He went all the way to her house. Oh, yes. And then she kissed him. Darling, let me take you to my room. Until the morning. Her name is Sheila. Strange woman. Avoid her at all cost or you will pay the price. Sheila. Hunting for the life of God's anointed. So be careful, careful, careful. So she charmed him and he followed her to her house. She was excited, sexy and delightful just to see. Like an ox, she led him to the slaughter of his life. Oh yes, and like a fool, he gave away his life to that woman. It's for his life. Her name is Sheila, strange woman. Avoid her at all cost or you will pay the price. Sheila, hunting for the life of God's anointed. So be careful, careful, careful. Do not desire after her beauty. Do not be tempted by her beauty. Hunts for the precious Child of God, listen to the word of the Lord. He wants to save you from the stranger woman. Oh, yeah. One dead man, many mighty men has she slain, but God wants to save you. Her name is Sheila, strange woman, avoid her at all cost or you will pay the price. Sheila, hunting for the life of God's anointed, so be careful, 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 Sheila, strange woman, avoid her at all cost or you will pay the price. Sheila, hunting for the life of God's anointed. So be careful, careful, careful.
thinking about this for many months. Lord, let your will be done. And I've been praying very hard. Lord, help me to choose the right person. Now I have made up my mind About who I'm gonna propose to I'll see the lady tomorrow night This is what I'm gonna say I'll say I love you Take you home And I will say I want you But please be very nice to me Lord, please help me do the right thing I've never felt this way before Have a good relationship And I want to serve you all my life I don't want battles in my bed I don't want trouble too I'll see the lady tomorrow night This is what I'm going When I see her, I will say, I love you, I'll marry you and I'll take you home, and I will say, I want you, but please be very nice to me, oh Jesus, please guide me. see her, I will say, I love you, I'll marry you and I'll take you home, and I will say, I want you, but please be very nice to me, oh please be very nice to me.
trust me when I said go. You didn't think I would take care of you. I'm giving you another chance. It's not too late to go. Go to the ends of the world. Go to the ends of the world. How come you stayed in one city, in one place, in the place that you thought was best for you? You didn't go as far as I told you to go. You stayed where you thought you'd prosper, oh child. Oh, 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 oh child. You should have gone to the ends of the world. Uproot yourself from your Are your hearts prepared for what's coming next? Are you excited? I believe that we're going to be very blessed by today's message. So if you're as excited as I am, please be on your feet. Scream, jump, shout, put your hands together and let's welcome our very own pastor, Bishop Richard Aye. Hi, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we want to thank you for a blessed afternoon in church. Thank you for this beautiful opportunity we have to come to you, to worship your glorious name, to adore your powerful and mighty name. Thank you for salvation, Lord. We are so grateful for Jesus Christ, who you gave to us to die to give up his life that we might have life Lord thank you for the blessedness of the opportunity to be called your children Lord thank you Father for salvation thank you that you saved us you delivered us you loved us thank you Father for this great grace you've shown towards us let today be a blessing Lord 
Please bless this service. Bless every life that is gathered here. And let your perfect will be done amongst us. I give you thanks. And I give you praise. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Hallelujah. Well, if that's not an attempt to clap, I think you should clap properly. <laughs> Hallelujah. You're still not clapping properly. Clap properly. Hallelujah. Well, if you have the same notes as me, you can turn to page 136. And um, today I want to share with you what do I want to share with you about? Actually, it's page 119. Uh, the title of my message is, What Will Happen to You When You Die? Okay, so that's, um, that's our subject today. What will happen to you when you die? Uh, there are, there are, are you happy here? Are you happy where we are? Okay. So, we've been talking about soul winning. And um, we want to continue. So, this is one of the subjects um, we want to share about. And soul winning. In um, Proverbs chapter 11 and verse 30, the Bible says that the fruit of the, of the righteous is a tree of life. And he that winneth souls is wise. Hallelujah. This is what the Bible says. He that winneth souls is wise. So I'm teaching, encouraging, exhorting, urging you on to become wise in this life. So in this life, you live a wise life. How many of you like to be wise? Yeah, so he that winneth souls is wise. So when you start, you start winning souls, you should know that you've entered into the league of the wise. You shall be wise children. Amen. Now, the Bible also says in Daniel chapter 12, um, verse 3, it should be, it says that, And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. In what is given to soul winning, turning people to righteousness will shine as stars forever and ever. Now, one of the things, now as we are sharing, what we are discovering is that perhaps we are discovering uh, both how to witness and why we should be witnessing. Now, one of the reasons and one of the key reasons why soul winning is important is because there is a day, there is a day when everybody will die. Now, these are some of the uncomfortable realities of life. Do you understand? How many of you know that there are some realities of life that are uncomfortable? Sometimes sometimes you don't like to see it. You don't like to talk about it. And um, unfortunately, unfortunately, the world is seemed to be evolving towards a great deal of convenience and comfort where the things that cause discomfort are not discussed and are not mentioned 
and I'm not supposed to be mentioned. Do you understand? You, you, you see, you see a friend and you, you, you want, you want to help your friend. You see something about your friend, you want to say, and the response your friend would even t- t- give to you is that, are you judging me? Are you judging me? How many of you have heard that statement? Are you judging me? Are you, are you, are you, I mean, it's like, why are you putting me down? When you are trying to even help the person up, but the person interprets what you are saying in a different way. Now, in the same way, in the same way, in a similar way, you, you discover that there are some real topics in Christianity that has, that has been covered up. That have been buried. It's like, it's like, don't touch, don't talk about it. Let's talk about um, other things. Let's talk about other things. Other things, anything apart from um, the uncomfortable realities. But it's real. It's hard to imagine that one day you will die, isn't it? It's hard to imagine that someone you love, someone you care about will die. One, one of the things, you know, this morning, this morning, um, I was asking myself because of something that had happened. I was asking myself that, would we ever get used to death? That was, a, that was a question I was asking myself. I was thinking to myself, would we ever get used to it? Like, what is this thing that you don't seem to ever become comfortable with? I mean, as much as it is part of life, it's like it happens. It happens, it will happen. It will happen to people close, people far, people... I mean, it, 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 it's bound to happen. So I was just thinking, just thinking, I was saying to myself, so this thing, would we ever, I mean... Would we, would we ever get used to it and say, oh, yeah, it's happened. I mean, you know, when a person is close to you, of course, you miss a person, you cry. And they, but it's like it always seems to come with a surprise and a shock. It's like, it's like as much as we know it is there, we never prepare for it. Wow. Yes, it's one of the things that as much as you know it is there, it would happen. Nobody ever prepares for it. Everybody behaves like, a, like the ostrich. When it gets to this reality, you put your head, you bury your head in the ground, and then you leave your huge body out there, and say it's like the world doesn't exist. So it's like every time it's like this thing, this thing always seems to cause a shock. A shock. It's like no one is ever ready for it. No one is ever prepared for it. And, nobody, and no one is ever ready and prepared because we actually don't want to prepare for it. We don't, we don't like it because it is not a nice thing. It is not a nice. But, but a wise person would actually think about death. A wise person would actually think and consider death. Because when you think about death, you think about God. Even if you don't believe in God, you, you would immediately ask yourself, what is going to happen after this? So when I die, what's going to happen after this? Why am I going? So that is, that is what brings about God. You now, you now consider God. And say, okay, am I ready to meet him? When I meet him, what would I say? What will he ask me? What are the things? Am I ready? Am I prepared? Without anybody ever mentioning um, John chapter 3 and verse 16 to you. Or you ever knowing even of the of that there's a word spelled S-I-N. Everybody knows it. And everybody is aware of it. The worst unbeliever 
the worst one, the most, um, the most criminal of the criminals. When he is about to die, will think that God forgive me. God forgive me. Do you, do you know that? You you think about it because because when you are doing something bad, you know about you know that what you are doing is bad. Don't you know when you are bad? You know, and you are not proud of it. Are you also aware that when you are doing bad things, you are not proud of it because you don't tell anyone about it, and you don't want anyone to know about it. Because you know it's bad. That's why like nobody knows. That's why it becomes like a hidden thing. Because you know that it's a bad thing. I can't talk about it. I can't go out with it. The things, the things you are proud about, you, you bring it out. Your new clothes, your new shoes, your new hairstyle. You show it off. You want us to see. That I've got it. But when it gets to some things, it's like we know that it's there yet. So the worst person would immediately think about God when, it, when, when, when you, are, you are met with death. If only, if only death will give you time. If it doesn't always give you time. Sometimes it comes suddenly. So you, you, you wouldn't have time to arrange things and to organize things and say, call this person for me or tell this person that I'm forgiving or tell this person that I'm sorry or do this. If you think about death, you see how you, if someone tells you today, today, by 4 p.m. you are gone. You will see the amount of phone calls you like to make. You have 22 minutes to sign out. You'll see. You see, you'll be looking for this one, looking for this person, organizing this, saying I'm sorry. There's something that you, something that you will never say sorry about. You will, it's like you, you, you won't. But get the message, get a, a text from heaven that look, you are due to arrive here in 21 minutes. You see. So I'm saying that thinking about death makes you wise. It makes you wise. It makes you if if if, if you think about death, you 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 even drive well. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of people who drive recklessly don't think that they will die. As as you think about it, you will dri- you will drive well. You will drive well. You drive patiently. You drive calmly. (laughs) If you had thought about death, you would have tidied your room before you left. I mean, these are like like little things. You wouldn't have left your house the way you left it. Because you are sure you are coming back to arrange it. But if you think that someone would have to go to your house and go and collect some things and sort things that as you have come out, you are not going back. Somebody has to go and sort it. You would have sorted out before. You, how many of you agree with you? You would have sorted some things out before. You would have hit some things. Yes. Yes. 
Yes. So, the thought of death actually makes you a wise person. It actually makes you do things correctly and in the right way. You don't just, you don't, you don't, you don't live a reckless life. You don't do things anyhow because you know that it can end. It can, it can actually end. And like I'm saying, sometimes it, it, you get you get the notice. So you get people who get the notice, start preparing, start preparing, start they start doing the right things, organize the right things. They 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 even change their diet so that they can extend it a bit. But some people do not get that notice. They are just walking, and then that's it. It's over. It's over. And then they are gone. No time, no time to say bye-bye. No time to hug. No time to call family to come and stand around your, your, your bed to sing your favorite hymn to you, to do this. All those you don't get you don't get that chance. You are there fit, well, solid, strong, and then time. Time. Job. Give me Job chapter 14. Job chapter 14. Not this verse, verse 5. Seeing his days are determined, the number of his months are with thee. You see, God has it. He can't anybody the, the files in heaven. God has the number of months that you are supposed to spend. And then, and then, this is a verse you should never forget. It says that thou hast appointed his bounds, that is his boundaries, that he cannot pass. So someone's boundary is 9th, today's 9th July, 9th July, 4 p.m. He shall not pass it. He won't pass it. That is it. That's the boundary. And to every one of us here, there's there's a boundary. There's a boundary, there's a month, there's a day, there's an hour, there's a minute. You won't pass it. There's uncomfortable things that are not about. It's It's a reality. You see, as long as you think about it, the petty things, the little things that you are so worked up, you are so incensed over, Immediately you scatter. This is not important. This is not important. You even realize that you even your priest that you are unhappy with, you will need him to come officiate your burial. So you have to you discover that you have to be nice to him. As they are trying to move to some other church, they don't know you. They don't know you. If the pastor is told, oh, this person is in a church. He's just pastor. He said, who? Why, when did he join the church? When? We don't know him. His mother and father should find someone and, and, and plant him. <laughs> but when you don't think about things in a certain way, we also behave differently. But here, look at the scripture. His bounds. You have appointed his bounds. That he cannot pass. His days are determined. And the number of his months are with you. The number of his months. God has it. And God knows it. It's there. It's there with him. 
But when, when death and judgment is delayed, you see, every day that you see in your life is the message of God. It's the message of God. Why is it the message of God? It's like, it's like another chance for you to make corrections. It's like writing an exam. It's like writing an exam. You have three hours to write an exam. The three hours is the, is the message of the examiner. That use the three hours to get all the answers correct. Use it. As you are running out of time, there is not much time to make corrections. So a three hour exam, if you finish everything in two and a half hours, you don't walk out of the room. You go over to correct. So every day that you have, it's your chance to go over things. Go over things. Go over things. Go over right. Go over. What wrong decision have I made? What wrong move have I made? What have I, what have I not done properly? Especially when it gets to God and the work of God. And the work of God, working for God, serving God. When it gets to that, when it gets to that, you have to ask yourself, have I given God what I have to give to him? Have I served him well enough? <laughs> have I done what I have to do? Am I really? I mean, it's like, is God, if the, if the question you have to ask, is God number one in my life? Is God the main, the main thing? Because again, 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 like the thought of death will make you wise. The thought of God also makes you very wise. Very, very wise. That I am living for God. I'm living to please God. I'm living to do the will of God and to and to I'm, I just live to please God. I want to please God. He's the one I want to please. If you think that way, some things that you are struggling with become easy for you. Because everything is related to God and is connected to God. But unfortunately, the longer we have does not seem to help us, does not seem to help everyone. To become wise and to think in a certain way. Ecclesiastes chapter 8. Ecclesiastes chapter 8. Verse 11. It says that because sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily. Therefore, the heart of the sons of men is fully set in them to do evil. Is that because judgment is delayed? You would think people would say, okay, so I'll change my ways. I'll change my ways. I'll, I'll get better. I'll do this better. I'll do, but rather, rather, people start thinking, there's no God. People start thinking, oh, I'm not. That's why you see young people. Young people don't think that judgment will come. It's, like, it's not now, it's later. So they, so they set their heart to do evil. I mean, look at the world we live in today. Look at the things they do. The things they do. You see, they live, they live clearly, boldly, a godless life that there's no God. So it's like, let us rather, let us rather go to the extreme of evil. Extreme. Extreme. Extreme evil. Extreme wickedness. Extreme godlessness. He said, let's do it. Let's live it. 
Because judgment, judgment against evil seems to have been delayed. But it's been delayed so that you can repent. So that you can change. So that you'll be a soul winner. So that, so that you can tell someone that you have to stop this. Because if you don't stop, if you don't stop, judgment is coming. But because, because it's delayed, we rather think that it doesn't exist. It's like having a parent, having a parent who keeps telling you, don't do it, don't do it, stop it, don't do it, you know. This and then he doesn't say anything again, doesn't say anything for a while, and then he says, Stop. Doesn't say, or perhaps some parents they just they even just speak once. They just say no, and then they continue living. Because you haven't seen anger and a certain reaction that is the delay in, in judgment. So a, a child thinks that. Mommy is not serious. Daddy is not serious. Daddy didn't mean it. He really didn't mean it. He really didn't mean it. But rather, he's giving you the, the chance. The person's giving you the chance to change your mind. To stop, to stop, to stop what you have been told. Stop. But you see that usually, because we are given more time, we become hardened and more buried. To do evil. That's what the Bible says. Is it, is it true or correct? What about correct? <laughs> Sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily. Therefore, the heart of the sons of men is fully set in them to do evil. Hebrews chapter 9. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 9. All of these are also in the Bible. You can close your eyes to it, but it's the Bible. It's there. It's there. And they are not, and they are not preach it, pastor kind of verses. <laughs> they are not at all. That's why I started off by telling that there are some uncomfortable elements of life. There are, it's there. It's there. It's there. There's there. Everything, everything about about you is not nice. There's some things about you that are not so nice. But it's a, it's a fact. It's there. It's there. There are places that when you go to, and you come out, and you see someone going in, you feel bad. A certain small room. Like, like as we've come to church. Do you understand? And then someone needs to go into that room. And then as they are walking towards the room, they see you. That you are the one coming out. And then they ask, as you see them, you even say, no. 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 One day, we went for a meeting somewhere. And this beautiful lady, beautiful, 
beautiful, intelligent, nice spiritual girl. I mean, nice girl. She went into one of those small rooms. As she was coming out, she met her friend going in there. She said, never. She stood at the door and spread it. She said, no. She said, she said, wait for about 10 minutes. She said, no. She didn't allow her friend to go in. She said, no. She, she stood at the door. She stood at the door. She said, no, no. You cannot change your, 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 your perception of me. You have to wait for a while. Because if you go there, your thoughts and your... The way you see me will change. You can't imagine that someone like me can live such remnants and atmosphere in there. When you marry, it's one of your surprises. Your wife will shock you. As for guys, we are we already look, you know. We already look unimpressive. We don't we don't try hard to impress. But these ladies who sound like they can't even walk. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. You are going to have your shower. She's had a shower before you. You say, my Lord and my God. I can't believe. I don't believe it. It's one of your shocks in marriage. Prepare. Prepare to meet your surprises. As she looks like she doesn't eat. She doesn't, she doesn't yawn. She doesn't do. <laughs> You'll be shocked. If you don't to be sure, always wake up early, have your shower first before she goes. You be sure you say, oh. You say, oh, sweetheart. Darling. Sugar. Honey. A beautiful girl like you. What is this that thou hast done? They are the unpleasant realities of life. Unpleasant realities that you must hear. You must hear, you must know. That's why I'm reading scriptures to you. Before I start telling you what it tastes like, after I'm reading that. These, these are the scriptures. This is, this is what it is. This are when you see a soul. Don't say to yourself tomorrow. I'll talk, I'll talk to him tomorrow. I'll talk to him another time. Because there's a, there's a boundary. He will never cross it. He won't cross it. He won't cross And if you're not careful, even you won't cross it. That could be your last chance. And then you appear in heaven. And then you're asked, why didn't you? Why didn't you witness to that person? Why didn't you convert that person? Why didn't you tell that person? You talk about everything. But the real thing. <laughs> Hebrews 9. 27. He says that. And it is, it is appointed unto men. Once to die. And after this. Judge. This is an appointment you can't change. You can't reschedule. 
Is there a phone number you can call God and say, God, you know, uh, I'm not feeling too well today, so can you change the date? No, no. It's not like you call your GP. You call your GP. You call your this. You call your teacher. I mean, we change appointments all the time. All the time we change appointments. We say we can't come. We change flights all the time. All the time we change flights. I'm going today. I've changed my mind. I'll go tomorrow. I've changed my mind. I'll go another time. All the, all the time. All the time. All the time I travel. When I'm coming back, the date has to change. Okay, I can't leave there. Okay, I'm coming later. Okay, this. I change flights all the time. But this one, this one, you can't change it. You can't change it. It is set. It was not set by you. And it was not discussed with you. It was not, it was not set with your consent. It was set. Once to die. You don't die twice. Once. And immediately after that, the next on the agenda is judgment. It's in the Bible. It's not a revelation. We are just reading English. <laughs> and as it's appointed unto men, once to die, but after this, the judgment. When you think about it, you become wise. You become different. You become a different person. You, no, no one will have to talk to you to stop the games. You stop the games. You stop some games. So that you can, so that you can prepare. Prepare to meet your maker. Because your maker is he's there. You see, to every coin. Who has a coin here? We always like just the Nice sights. Ladies always have money. I don't believe you when the sister says she's broke. Every coin has two sides. I can see something like whatever. I can see another thing like a head. But it's the same coin. It has two sides. This is God. It has two sides. You see the love part. There's love. He's love. God is love. God is love. He is love. He is love. He loves. He forgives. He's full of mercy. He's full of mercy. He will show mercy everything. But there's another side to him. That is judgment. The Bible says... And we shall appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Christ, the one who came from heaven to die for us. He came to die for us, heal our children, heal our lives, pray for us, teach us, sermon on the mount, sermon by the lake, sermon by this, teaching, laughing. But, but he's also on a seat to give everyone what they, the things they have done in their body. Whether good or bad, there's love. Like that. And when you flip it over, judgment. Judgment. Love. Judgment. But you see, we just want the love part. We want the love part so that we can continue misbehaving and continue living anyhow. Because after God is love, God is forgiven. 
you see someone say, if God, if God is really this, why would there be a hell? Why would there be this? If here on earth, men have made prisons. Men have made prisons. For people who have not killed anybody before and will never kill anybody. There are people who are in prison for, I don't know what, for sincere mistakes. Or mistakes out of uh, ignorance. Is that we didn't even know. We didn't even know. We didn't even know that we had to do this. But we find ourselves there. Go to the prisons and, and check if everybody there is a murderer. Or a rapist. You see. You see. This, but men have, this, have, have drawn the line. If you cross this. No. To that place. You don't deserve to live in normal. So you, you shouldn't mix with us. You shouldn't mix with us. That's the that's wisdom. And then we all agree with it. That no, this person shouldn't live. They, they, they're fighting the other over pedophiles. That name and shame. We need to know who has moved next door. Who is he? Who is he? Before he starts talking to my daughter. Who is he? Who is he? What does he do? And then God, when it gets to God, there should be no hell. There should be no heaven. But there is hell. And there is heaven. And there should be. There should be. That's what the scripture is saying. That it is appointed once to die. After that, judgment. So now let's look at a few things. What happens after death? Is it that today you are cool, isn't it? It's a, cool, it's a cooling message. It's a cooling message. It's not, it's not a message to shout. It's a message to think. And it's real. All the other messages you've heard, it's also real. Anointing is real. Power of God is real. This one is also real. What will happen to you when you die? It's also real. Some don't want to hear it. But whether you hear it or not, it doesn't take it away. Maybe you've never heard me mention my name before. Does it mean I don't have a name? Have you seen your lungs before? Does it mean you don't have lungs? It's there. It's there and it's, it's working. Just that we don't like to hear some things. No, no, no. no. We're very, we're very reactionary. Reactionary towards some things. But it doesn't mean it's not true. Whether you react, you laugh, you smile, you dance, you can, you can, you can, if you walk out of the service, whether you walk out or you stay, it's there. It is there that it is appointed. Once you will die, you don't want to hear it. You should rather hear it and prepare. And help others to also prepare. It's better to hear it. So you change your style because it is there. Don't, I, I feel like I want to show you. Job 14.5 again. Job 14.5. The days are determined. The months are, are, are with him. It's a set. And he has appointed his bounds that he cannot pass. Hey. Hmm. I tell you. So what happens when you die? Number one. 
I don't know how, many, how, many, how much time you have, but there are few. There are few things that can happen. Are you ready for the first one? The first one is that when you die, you will either go to heaven or hell. Luke chapter 16, verse 22. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. Verse 23. And in hell, he lifted up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. So this verse is showing us, is showing us two people. One of them is called Lazarus. Another one is the rich man. It shows us one of them died. He went to heaven. Another one died. Hell. So these are the options. What happens when you die? Anybody that you know that has died is alive. Anybody at all that you know that has passed away is alive. The question is, where is he? That's the question. Where is he? Because he's alive. He has not, he has not, he has not turned into that. We stand by the grave and, and say, dust thou art, and to dust thou shalt return. Dust to dust, ashes to ashes. It's true. Dust, that's the body. But you are more than a body. You are more than a body. So anybody that you know that has died is still alive. The dead are still alive. They are alive somewhere. Anybody important, great, rich, poor, insignificant, nameless, with names, anybody at all that you know that has died is still alive. It's still alive somewhere. Somewhere. If only they could communicate and talk to you. You'd be surprised at the message they will send to you. Wow. <laughs> You'd be surprised what they will say to you. So there's heaven and there's hell. Number two, for those going to heaven, you'll be escorted by angels from this earth into the presence of God and into heaven. This is what happened to Lazarus. There shall be angelic escort, verse 22, and angels carried him into Abraham's bosom. Angelic assistance. They carried him there. The body was, I'm sure the body was still lying by the, by, the, by, the, by the gates of the rich man or by the roadside or wherever he spent time. You, you see the body there, but the, the real person has been carried somewhere else. Wow. Has been carried by angels. Angels arrive and they escort him. May you be escorted by angels. <laughs> Number three. For those going to hell, you will not be escorted by angels. You will be met on arrival by evil spirits and other dead people. Isaiah chapter 14. Angels don't come there at all. You will rather be met by demons, devils, and other people that have died. Isaiah 14 verse 9, it says that hell from beneath, hell from beneath is moved to meet thee. There's some type of reception. To meet thee at thy coming. 
It stirreth up the dead for thee. Even all the chief ones on the earth. It has raised up from their thrones all the kings of the nations. So it's, it's another community. A community of people who have lived there, lived in a certain way, conducted their lives in a certain way, lived godless lives. We don't want God. We don't know God. You know, we don't care about God. I mean, this is even, even what you see is people even trying to change, change scriptures to suit their lifestyle. You can't change the word of God. You can sit in, you can sit in your house and write something for yourself and say, and say, this is it. It doesn't change what God has said. You better stay with what God said. You better stay with what God said. You better stay with the word of God. Then start writing things for yourself. It's like how your parents have given you a name that you also change your name. Your parents call you this. They you say, I'm no more of this. My name is that. You see, when you meet them, they are not even bothered. They call you by the name they gave you. They call you. They call you. This is the name I gave to you. I met someone's mother once. I didn't even know that the name he has arrived in my life with was not given to him by his mother. So as I was talking to the mother, I kept mentioning that name. And I noticed that when I mentioned the name, then she also mentioned a second name. I thought both were, both were names that were given to him by his parents. So when I said this, then, then she was, she correct and said this. So at a point, it clicked. I said, ah, why is this? Every time I say this, then she mentions the name again. Does she have to repeat the name? Then I realized that, no, that is not his name. That is not his name. He has given himself a name. So his mother is trying to argue out that, look, that's not the name I gave my son. And I think she even feels that we, the church, gave him that name. She just didn't have the boldness to ask. If she had asked, I would have said, hey, look, look, I don't have time to be sharing names. So this, is how, this is how he arrived here. I don't know where he got it from. But she was just being polite. So when I mention that she mentions the other one. When I say this, then she says that one. So I said, why, is, why, why does she have to be repeating the name? Does she have to? Do you understand what I mean? It's like, it's like I say Lucy, then she says Lucille. So I'm wondering, ah, that the person, I know, that, I know she's called Lucy Lucille. So when I say, oh, so Lucy said that she say Lucille said, I said, ah, do you have to? I said, do you have to mention both names? Then they click that Lucy. doesn't exist. What exists is Lucille. That's the name they give you. So you can't change it. You can't change it. You can't change You can wear a t-shirt. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. And then right at the back, Jesus, Jesus in the club. And enter and enter the club and start dancing and start doing all the things that you say, Jesus in the club. Jesus in. It doesn't change the word of God. It doesn't change the word of God about that. It doesn't change the word. You can't, you can't, I mean. You can write in the front the cross of Jesus and write at the back 
the cross in fornication and go and start like you are doing press ups. It doesn't make fornication pure. It doesn't change it. It doesn't change it. It doesn't change it. Yesterday I was on the uh, I was I was on the in on the underground. I was, I was wondering there plenty of people wearing colorful clothes. Then, then suddenly I saw one. I saw one. We are written Christians at the pride. I said, eh. You see, you can wear it. You can wear, you can even tattoo it on your skin. Tattoo it. It does look, it doesn't change the scripture. It doesn't change it. It doesn't change what God has said. You can gag me. You can gag me. You can, you can, you can do anything. You can, you can throw me to a lion's den. It doesn't change the word of God. You will, you will drop dead one day. God is waiting. God is waiting. God is waiting there. <laughs> God is waiting there. Your efforts, your efforts here on earth has no effect on the scripture. Zero. Your efforts, your campaigns to say that the word of God is not true. The word of God is like this. This is 2017. Try all you can. The day you drop dead. He's seated on his throne. He's seated on his throne. You will account. There you will discover you don't have a voice. There. Wear the t-shirts you want to wear. Tattoo, tattoo any part of your body you want to tattoo and say, Christian, Christian, whatever. I was looking at them and say, hey, these people, you can't do anything you want to do. Say it how you want to say. The Bible is there. God is there. He doesn't change. He hasn't changed. He hasn't changed. He hasn't changed at all. He hasn't changed at all. He hasn't changed at all. He's waiting. He's waiting. There's a day. It is a place. There's a place. You can't you can't correct anything there. Number four. When you're tired, then you tell me. For those going to hell, you will descend and go downwards. Hell is below. Hell is beneath. Isaiah 49 says that hell from beneath has, has moved. So hell is down. It's down. It's down. In case you want the location, you want the, your GPS, don't use Google Maps. To find where it is. It is below. It's there. And then in Luke 16. Are you there? 22 again. When it came to pass, the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell, he lifted up his eyes. So it means that he was down. To see where the poor man Lazarus was in Abraham, so he had to look up. When you look up, what does it mean to you? You are down. Uh huh. Number five, you've understood it. You are so clever. <laughs> You're so clever. <laughs> Number five, when you die, when you die, you will discover that you have a spiritual body. 
which is what the scripture refers to as the inward man. The scripture calls him the inward man. It calls him the inner man. Luke 16, 24, it says that, and he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue for I am tormented in this flame. So now here we are two people who have died and the discussion is that one still has a finger, the other still has a tongue. You know, the rich man was, he was put in the coffin and he was buried. So the body has been left here, but there he's saying that I have a tongue. I have a tongue which is not the tongue that I was using to eat um, Nando's and drink sparkling water and drink Coca-Cola. I have a tongue. I've been buried, but I still have a tongue. The Lazarus has died, but he still has a finger. He still has a finger. He said, he said that I am, for I am tormented in this flame. It's like, it's too hot. It's too hot. So it's like, the body has been buried, but there's, there's another him that is responding to temperature. That can tell whether it's hot or it's cool. In a man. Just a man. Just a man. So when we get to heaven, we recognize ourselves. Oh yeah. You see, you say, hey, that seller, that seller, she was singing for us on earth. She's to sing. You say, oh, that's her. You say, oh, that's Daniela. She was always pregnant. time we visit the church she's pregnant that's her that's her <laughs> we recognize ourselves and we'll have things we'll have things to say about we'll remember things because he must he must remember Lazarus in a certain way that's why he even wants to send him he must, re- he must have remembered him as the beggar, the beggar boy. I can send him. I can send him. I can send him. He's sendable. That's why you remember pregnancies. You remember it. You see me in my mansion. You say, ah, I remember him. <laughs> I remember him. Remember him. He used to speak. He used to speak as though the end, world is ending tomorrow. And I'll say, but it has ended. Did it not end? Are you not here? But I'm sure there are no arguments there anyway. Everything will be so clear. You'll be saying, thank you. Thank you for warning us. Thank you for warning us. Thank you for telling us as it is. Thank you for helping us. You say, you say, you know, you know, you, you know, I, I never, I never told you, but that day when you talked about what happens, that day I had planned, I had really planned that today, today, I am going to do something very bad. 
the topic on death made me wise. I said, hey, what if my boundary is Monday morning? Look, it's, it's best to always think that your boundary is the next second. You'll be wise. You'll be wise. Anything you feel like touching, holding, doing, say, you put your hands and say, hey. No Lord. No Lord. No. No. I don't want to be caught out. I don't want this thing to be my last activity before I drop dead. No. 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 Say no. Say no. 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 It can't be. Can't be. It can't be. I feel like it, but no. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. What if I don't finish and I die? One day, I went to, I went to preach in a certain church. After the service, a certain sister came to sit next to me. I was sitting in front. Then she came to sit. She just came to sit next to me. Like this. She came to sit next to me. And she said, she has a testimony she wants to share with me. This was something I heard. She told me herself. I know her, I know her name. I still remember her name. She said, do you know the work that I do? I said, I wouldn't know. As you can tell, I'm visiting. <laughs> she said, okay. I want to share something with you. She said, I was at work. And uh, my work is such that I get clients. My clients are male. So one of them came for my services. She said, whilst I was working, I realized that he had stopped moving. He said, she said, then she said, sorry to, you know, whatever. I've never seen such a courteous Christian pee before. <laughs> she said, our work is like that. We have strategies so that the thing is, you know, a certain way. So I was doing all my moves for him. Then I realized that the man stopped moving. Stop moving. So she said, I had to. Get off my whatever. Said, look, I shook him, slapped him, poured water on him. Say, was he moving? Was he moving? He was gone. 
Something had killed the man. He's had, he's had a heart attack. You are laughing. I'm telling you. Next time you say, you have to say, say no. I don't want this to be my last effort. Then surprisingly, surprisingly, she said, this is somebody who goes to church. She's a member of that church. She said, I laid hands on him. And I said, because, because she could be charged for murder or something. She can't just, listen, listen. She can't just go out and say that he has died. No, 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 no. And she hasn't got papers to stay in that country. So that was, that was her end. So she said, listen. She said, I laid hands on him and said, Father, it's like God, you know me, you know this is my baby. She said, She prayed for him. It is said he saw his heart moving. And the man came. When he came back, it's like, Dress up and go. Dress up and go. Dress up and go. Dress up and go. Put on your clothes and go. If you would die, don't die here. She resurrected the dead. Yeah. No, a real, a real, a real sister. I'm not from there. I was just visiting the place. She came to share a testimony with me. Came to share a testimony with me. This what happened. And she was talking about how she wants out of that profession. Imagine if that message is the last message that is seen on your phone. But you will leave the phone. You can't go with it. You will leave it. You will leave it. You will leave it. Any serious person who can guess your, uh, what do you call that? Passcode. Yeah. Any serious person who knows you. They need to try a couple of numbers. They'll, they'll be in. And then when they get in, it's like, oh. So is this what she's been talking about? Is this how she responds? Is this what she's been saying? If you think about death, you'll be wise. Feed me as a pastor. I have, I have people's messages they've sent to people. Because usually there's always a betrayal between two people. I have people's messages. I even have video clips. Look. This is the furthest I'll go to mention it generally in preaching. Because if I ever show this person or these persons that you, this is what you say. What they'll do to themselves. I don't know what they'll do to themselves. I don't know what they will do to themselves. I mean, I actually can't imagine. I actually can't imagine how they how they even relate to them. When they when they see me, they say, ah! 
what is he thinking? I have his there. It's there on my phone. My phone is in this building. You see, it's on it. Video. And then conversations. Guys trying. Hey. Some people, they are like demons. I mean, I don't have any other way to describe people who do those things. I see them as demons. They're actually actually demons. They can corrupt innocent souls or, or they know how to partner with fellow demons. No matter how nice you are, whatever you do over you are, this person, this person has demons. It's a demon that is working. to think no what if what if i mean what if your boundary is there you've left all behind your ipad your phone everything everything is there everything is there your mom will come and take it She'll be, she'll be crying, but she'll be reading. <laughs> Don't think that she'll read. She'll be crying, but she's reading. She'll be crying, but she's reading. she read everything. How many things do you have? Five. Okay. I'll decide when I'll stop. So, the fifth is you discover you have a spiritual body. Yeah. So, don't follow the outward body. The outward body is the one that's leading you into problems. Don't follow. Follow that little quiet voice that says, no, don't. He's very gentle. He's very cool. Oh, don't. don't. Don't do it. Don't. Follow that one. Number six. If you go to hell when you die, you will find yourself in a prison where there is endless, unimaginable distress and torment with intolerable agony. Mark chapter 9, verse 43. What will happen to you when you die? Have you got it? Mark 9.43. Is that and if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into life maimed and having than, than having two hands to go into hell. Into the fire. Now he's describing hell because people think that there's music in hell and parties in hell. And some cool celebrities in hell. So it's this guy that said, I'm going into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched. That is the fire that doesn't go off. 
You in the coldest of winters, when you turn your you turn it off at a point because you start feeling hot. This this is heat that doesn't go off. And then where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. The worm. If you don't like creepy creatures, worms moving. Worms. There they put a top on. Suddenly I felt something on my leg. Look, summer is a dangerous time to just put clothes on. I feel something on me. I said, what is this? I said, did they care? I was moving. I said, I don't know the thing is moving. That moved my neck. I said, look, hell is not going to be nice. Worms that don't die. There's fire and there, there are worms. Suddenly my wife said, Look. I said, where? <laughs> there was this sizable guy with eight legs. Hey! I just said, your boundary is determined. <laughs> you will not pass. You will not pass. You will not pass. Fire is not quenched. That's what is waiting for you in hell. That's, that's how hell is. The worm dieth not. Worm. Have you felt a spider or a worm on your body? Something's moving slowly. And there's heat. I mean, the, the torment, the discomfort. It's moving, it's there. And it's not dying. It's not like it's going to move for a while. I mean, and we're talking about eternity. We're talking about eternity. It's not like you're going to be there for 70 years. Forever. Because you have lived your 70 and died. Now the rest of, the rest of life. I think you should make the best decision to go to heaven. I think it's the best decision to ever make that. Look, no matter what, no matter what, as for hell, I'm not going there. No matter what, I'm going to heaven. No matter what, I'm going to heaven. It's a decision you must make today. Number seven. If you go to hell... When you die, you will discover a place where people scream and cry for a drop of water. Luke 16, 24. Dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. People are crying for a drop of water. I was thirsty the other day. Someone brought me a drink. I said, I don't like the drink because it's not covered. As I was talking, I said to myself, you are not thirsty. That's what what I said to myself. You are not thirsty. You are not thirsty. Because your reason why you won't drink is that the drink was not covered. And the person has met people on their way and they've talked. So I've imagined droplets of saliva that has added to my drink. You've had people on the way said hello to people them days and you've arrived. I said, no, I can't drink this drink. I can't. Then I said to myself, I'm not thirsty. Because there is a place. There is a place. The severity of the thirst is such that I just want a drop. Just give me a drop. A drop is okay. A drop is enough. A drop is enough. Just a drop. You don't want to go to hell. Number eight. If you go to hell when you die, you will discover a place of unbelievable and 
indescribable anguish and torment. Luke 16, 24, he says that, for I am tormented in this flame. I am tormented. Number nine. When you die, you will discover that many people who receive good things on earth will receive evil things in hell. And many people who receive, receive evil things on earth will receive good things in heaven. Luke 16, 25. But Abraham said, son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receiveth thy good things. And likewise, Lazarus, evil things. But now he's comforted and thou art tormented. Now, what's the Bible saying? The Bible saying that you shouldn't have good things. I don't think it's saying. But people who have good things easily ignore God. Easily kick out God from their lives. That's why richer countries have less Christianity. And then poorer countries are very dependent on God. Maybe that would be easier for you to understand. So you, you, have, you have to be careful that as things get better for you, or when you start achieving and acquiring your dreams, that you don't lose out on God, that you don't lose your zeal, that you don't take your foot off the pedal. Don't take your foot off the pedal. Don't take your foot. All of you sitting here will be officiating your weddings one after the other. It's the dream of every girl to get married. It's your dream. I mean, it's your dream. I pray. I pray for you that it's not your finishing line. Yeah. That because of a wedding, so we don't see you in church again. You won't dance. You won't be zealous. You won't be interested in soul winning. Your nice face will disappear because, because now you have, you have got a ring on your finger. I can only warn you about one thing. That thing is the thing that you want so badly in life. That's the thing that can affect you. Your, your topmost dreams sometimes are the greatest dangers for you. Greatest danger. As soon as you get it, it's like I don't need anything again. One of the good ways I can explain it to you is like you in your, in your uni now. The day you graduate, will you go for lectures? No. <laughs> I didn't even finish the question. Look at you and say, no. It's like, ah, how? 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 Because you've got what you want. So if, if in your life, the only reason why you serve God is for that thing, the day you get it, you say, down with God. Down with him. Down with him. Do you know the day Princess Diana died? Churches were full in the city of London. It was full. I mean, packed without invitation. Packed. You see that? People are there, but they feel we don't need God. The only time we need God is when there's trouble, when we have a need. He, she died on a Saturday night into Sunday morning. But Sunday morning, the churches, the churches, all these churches around Westminster, whatever, all those places that are empty, it was full under the full, full packed. Last day of August, I think, 1996. Packed. They went to church. Because there's a need. There's a crisis. Don't serve God because of your crisis. Serve him because he's God. Follow him because he's God. Choose him because he's God. 
happy with him because he's God. Because he's God. Not be injured because of a husband. Husband, you will get. You shall get. Oh, you will get. You will. You will get. You will get one. One of them will choose you. They've inspired you already. But after you get it, we'll be watching. I'll be here. I'll be here. I'll be watching. I'll say, look at her. Look at her. Look at her. All she's got is a man. Look at how she's changed. People, beautiful people backslide over jobs. Because that is what they want. That, their dream is that I work in this place. The day they got into that place, that is it's like, God, you know what? You've done your part. Can you wait for me outside? It's like, it's like a cab driver that is dropping you in front. It's like, the other day I went, I went somewhere with my wife. We went, we went in the cab. The cab driver dropped us. We were waiting for him to go. We didn't even want him to see where we were going because he was asking too many questions. This kind of chatty. <laughs> so we pretended to be going somewhere. So we walked further up the road. Then I looked back and I saw that the cab driver was reversing into the parking lot. And he parked. Wait, so I said to him, I said, he's parked. <laughs> she said, are you serious? I said, yes, he's parked. <laughs> so now we walk. Then now it's, it's finished. We go to the end of the road. Now we have to come back. <laughs> so we turned. When we turned, we came back. There he was. He's also come out of his car. Then he asked us, are you lost? Can't you find where you are going? Then I said, no, no, no. We're okay, you can go. So I said, you can go. He's like, if you're waiting for us, go. He said, no, I live here. <laughs> he said, that's my house. <laughs> so he said, he's rather going home. <laughs> he said, no, he's not waiting for He's going home. He said, that's my house. I live here. I live here. Now, what do we have to do? We have to go where we are going. <laughs> we said, we're also okay. We're also okay. We also know where we are going. We also know where we are going. <laughs> How many things do you have? Nine. You have nine? Yeah. <laughs> when you get what you are looking for, stay with God. Stay with Him. Stay. Don't change. Don't change. Don't change because you've graduated. Ah, what is wrong with you? All that God can do for you is just graduation. What do you mean? Number 10. When you die, you will discover that the first shall be last and the last shall be first. So try and be last so that you can be first. Try and be humble. Try and be humble. Crave for humility. Don't fight too for prominence. I'm the main person. Fight to be humble. Fight yourself. Fight yourself to be humble. Fight yourself to be humble. Fight yourself to be cool, to be down. Don't fight for this is who I am, this is what I How do you even know that you are proud from your reactions? When you are very reactionary, it's evidence to you that you are proud. I 
keep telling you, I keep when you are easily offended, those of you who are easily offended, and those of you who hold on to offenses, the people offending are not necessarily the problem. You are the one with laws. That's why it's always off, oh, it's a problem. Yeah. How will I have commit a traffic offense unless there's a law that drive at 30 miles per hour? If there was no law, I'm driving. I haven't killed anybody. But when they brought the law that it's 30 miles, that is when my 35 became an offense. It's the introduction of laws that introduced sin and transgression. you're offended, it's because something offends you. Or something is offensive to you. Offensive to you. That's how I can be offended. You're offended because something is offensive. That same that's offensive to you. It's not, offend, it's not offensive to somebody else. Do you understand? <laughs> yeah. The people who are very easy. You think they're easy. The others, very touchy. You can't say this. Why did you say this? You see someone crying. Why did they say that? You're wondering, why do you have to cry over this? Because the person has laws and rules. Try and be last so that you can be first. Try and be last so that you can be first. I hope in your, in your house you are the one that says sorry. Yeah, I hope in your marriage or relationship or whatever you have, I hope you are the one who can say sorry. I hope you are the one who says sorry. Because there are some people who never say sorry. People who never say sorry. So the person that you think doesn't say sorry is the one who says sorry. <laughs> I hope, I really pray. It's one of them that you are last. So they go, I hope you can say sorry. I hope you can apologize. You say, well, I'm sorry. I didn't intend to. I realized that we are not happy for this so I'm sorry I hope you can say sorry there are people who never say sorry never I mean, never I'm telling you never no matter what is explained sorry no the best you will get from them is I understand they will just say okay I understand okay I understand okay I understand oh I see oh I see but to apologize, to apologize. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I work with different people. I work with different people. I see people who don't say sorry. Most people actually don't say sorry. Most people don't. They'll say, I understand. Okay, I get you. It, it, they'll say, it won't happen again. It won't happen again. And they don't mean it. Because next time they'll be doing the same thing. And I know those, just a few, a few. I can count them on one hand like this and cut some of my fingers off. Wow. It means they are less than five. <laughs> Who would actually say, I apologize. I'm really sorry for this. And even, is it when you are saying sorry, sorry is not just something that you throw at someone. Your sorry has to go with an explanation. That means that you have actually understood the issue. So that you don't turn the person into a prosecutor. What are you apologizing for? What exactly are you saying sorry for? There's like, the person has become an, a wicked person. 
even sorry, who I accept my off, my sorry. He's now asking more questions. Your pride is what is preventing you from answering his questions. Answer his question. If you are sorry, answer. You said you are sorry, so answer. Explain that I'm really sorry. I'm sorry about, oh, I'm sorry for doing this and this. And then what else? Okay, and this and this and this. And then when you said it, I didn't, I didn't actually accept it. I'm sorry. You said you are sorry. Do you not understand sorry? It means that you are sore. It's painful for you for what you have done. But then you are, you don't say sorry. You're there. Carrying on. So that what? I mean, what? I mean, ah, what? We all make many mistakes. Yeah. Ah, every day, sorry, every day. So you like, so you like to be pumped. Okay, sorry, take it, sorry, sorry. Nah. Well, I'm telling you, it's very common. It's very common. Husband and wife, beloved. There's always one person who says sorry. The other never. When I say never, I mean never. Won't say sorry, shan't say sorry, didn't say sorry, never say sorry, can't say sorry, couldn't say sorry, did not attempt to say sorry, has never heard the word sorry before. Pray that you be last so that you can be first. Pray. (laughs) Number 11. We are finishing. You know I'm a finisher. Isn't it? When you die, your circumstances will change radically. Yeah. The rich man, everything changed about him. Everything changed. Everything changed. One of the things people can't handle is when they meet someone who starts pointing out their not pointing out their force, not like the person's accuser, but it's like because now you interact with this person, you realize that you are not as good as you thought. Yes. You're not as perfect as you thought. It's very, very hard for people. It's very, very hard for them. Very, very, very hard. It's like when they felt, they felt so great in another place, and suddenly they move somewhere else for whatever reason, and then they realize that when they get there, it's like, no, the standards are different here. That's the real test for your humility. Whether you are humble, whether you can take it, because you are not that, you are not as good as you think you are. You are only good because you are in primary school. This is secondary school. We don't do times tables here. You are good because all the things you've been asked is one plus one is equal to two. Here you are being asked a squared plus b is equal to y. It's a different, it's a different world. They are saying that we should, we should leave you. You know, you know how you, you're able to get score 10 out of 10. For one plus one, two plus three, four plus six, these things. No, here it's, it's, it's x squared plus y squared is equal to z squared. And then x plus y is equal to z. Can you solve, can you show us what x is? You're already feeling dizzy. <laughs> He said, well, what is he saying? What is he saying? <laughs> 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 
16.24, Luke. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. The rich man is now asking for mercy. Send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my... Everything was changed. I mean, he was so sure. He's surprised at the change. He's, he's, no, he's never been thirsty before. Someone who's another human being eats from the crumbs that has fallen off your table. Now you are thirsty. Things are so different. Things are so different. Things are so different. That's why sometimes people can serve God to a certain high level. Because the higher you go, things will be different. Things will be different. You would have done well to reach that height. But when you get there, you, that's where you will discover more that you need to be a server. You need a servant attitude to become anointed. You need a servant, but people can't handle it. They want to be great throughout. No, 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 no. no, no. Jesus said, if any man will come after me, take up your cross. Do you know where you take crosses to? Do you know where we take crosses to? Do you know where we take crosses to? Are you here? Where do we take a cross? Where you have a cross? Where are you going? You are going to die. You are going to die. So can we take your cross? You are coming to die. Your ego, your pride, your, the airs, the wind around you, the wind. All has to be stripped off so that you can serve God. But people can't handle it. People can't handle changes. They can't handle They can't take changes. So if this is what it is, then it's okay. That's why people defer courses. I want to defer my course for two years. <laughs> it's too hard. Number 13, we are finishing. When you die, you will discover that there is a big gap between heaven and hell. Verse 26. And beside all this, between us and you, there's a great gulf fixed. Number 14. When you die, you discover the importance. You see, there's a great, because people is thinking that we can move from one place to the other. You know, we can move from here to there. We can move from here to there. Or you discover you, you discover you can't move. It's fixed. You can't, just, you can't just say, it's difficult in England, so I'm going to America. It's not the same. It's not the same. The rich man, he'll suffer. All his contacts can't work. So who can move? He can move homes. He said, look, my tap is leaking, so I'm moving homes. He can't just move. You can't just go. Okay, 14. When you die, you discover the importance of evangelists who go all over the world preaching the gospel. Now, the rich man is recommending evangelism. Yes, that was his recommendation. Verse 27. Then he said, it's like, if, if, if you can't send Lazarus here, <laughs> then I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send him to my father's house. He's still sending. He's still, I mean, he's still, he hasn't dawned on him, but things are different. Send him to my father's house. For I have five brethren that he may testify that he will be a witness to them. Lest they also come into this place of torment. That's, that's, that's the rich man's recommendation from hell. His recommendation from hell is evangelism. They go and tell people. Go and tell people. Go and tell them. Go and tell them. Go and say it to them. Go and preach to them. Go and tell them about hell. About hell. Not go and tell them about prosperity. Or about beloved dozen. Or about sweet marriage. 
Go and tell them about it. I said that there's a place of torment. Go and tell them about that place. And finally, number 15. When you die, you will only be concerned about people not going to hell. Maybe you can't believe it that when you die, you'll not, you'll not be thinking about your savings. It will be of no importance to you. Your savings, your this. Look. The nearest I've come to death, or oh, I thought I was going to die, I instantly discovered that all my idiosyncrasies are nothing. All my things, I don't like this, I don't, it's nothing. It was that. I think it was Houston Station. Houston. I sat on the train. And the train moved off. Then suddenly stopped in the middle of nowhere. And then he said, the engine of the train is gone off, so we can't go. Then after about 45 minutes, gets to an hour, they said the train can only take us back. The other head is what can move. So they have to get a, the driver to move across. So he moved us back into Houston Station. We arrived on a platform. I can't remember what platform. Then they said to us that there is another train that is moving off in a minute, 60 seconds. 60 seconds. It's not going to wait for anybody. Anybody who gets on, you can get on. The next one is about 30 minutes after. And I said to myself, I will get on. So I came off. It was like platform 15 to platform 1. <laughs> no problem. I said, I'm getting on this train. I, will, I said, I will get on it. I took my bag like that and rolled it on my back. Sprint. I ran through people, around people. Listen to what I'm saying carefully. And I got on the train. When I got on the train, the train was full. There was nowhere to sit. So I was standing, and then suddenly I started choking. I couldn't breathe. I was choking off. I said, I said, I'll be okay. I said, I'll be okay. Everybody around said, Are you okay? I said, I'll be okay. You see, because you can't see, I'm sure my eyes were red. It was choking. I mean, I didn't know what to do. Suddenly I realized that, look, something bad is about to happen to me because I couldn't breathe. Then there was this lady sitting there. She looked Malaysian. She said, I have some water. Do you want water? I said, no, I'll be okay. I should take water from you. No. Look. Then, it, was get, it wasn't getting better. It was getting worse. No, I couldn't do anything. I went, I went into the washroom. I went to throw up, choking everything. I came out. She was sitting right in front of the toilet so she could hear everything. When I came out, she said, please, have some water. She said, I give you some water. At this point, I said, um, you know, I felt I could see that this one is, I'm about to die. So I said, I couldn't even speak. I just said, yes. 
Then she went into her bag. My Lord and my God. It's now, it's now that I can explain. But that, that moment, it was like, just give that, bring it. When her hand came out, I was expecting Volvec, Buxton, Highland. I mean, I was expecting water. A bottle of water. Do you know what came out of her bag? A bottle of a Ribena bottle. And no, listen. Listen, you haven't been to hell before. This is what I'm saying. A Ribena bottle came out. Not a Ribena bottle full of water. The water in the Ribena bottle was at the bottom. Water she's drank all day. With her saliva, her everything. And I'm sure it was tap water too. Because it's not the water that she had. But you see, that day, that day, that day. I was staring at death. I'm telling you. I, what, what, this explanation I'm giving to you. I didn't have all these thoughts. These thoughts came after. <laughs> I, I just noticed the bottle. It was a split, it's a split second like this. I said, hey, but then I said, so I said you would die if, you, if I don't take you would die. <laughs> Took the girl's bottle. <laughs> Dip your finger in water. Just a drop will be okay. You haven't, you haven't experienced it before. I was also like you. I was also like you. I was like you. I was like you. A few months ago, I was like you. Now I'm not like that. No, I'm not like that. I took the water. I just took a sip. I, I did it, but I just took a little, that little bit. The difference it made. I suddenly became, I said, ah, so it's water that I needed. When you say something, drop like that. I think I can, it's not the same, but I think I can relate with it. Because I was going, I was going. I couldn't, look, I couldn't breathe. The only sound, wretched. When I stop, then it starts. I was gasping for air. Everybody has gone quiet now. Now just this girl, just this girl, she must be an angel. Just this girl sitting, sitting in front of the toilet like that as though, as though she's my mother. Just there sitting there. It's, it's like, I have to save you. You need water. Take some water. There was the water. There was the water. I had to be last that I may be first. <laughs> I had to humble myself. I had to humble myself. Took her water, accepted, and I became normal. I was sweating, and I said, "Thank you, you're a lifesaver." She said, "No problem, no problem, no problem. It's okay, no problem." <laughs> hey, people, you haven't had you haven't had near death experience before. That's why you have you have air. It's like. Ew. 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 I was like you. I was like you. I was more ill. I drank the girl's water. I drank it. I won't lie to you. I drank it. If I didn't drink it, you wouldn't have a pastor by now. 
Don't say, don't say he ran to catch a train and he, 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 he collapsed. I drank the, I drank the water. I drank the water. It's like drinking his saliva. I was like you. Ew. I was like this. Ew. I was like this. I'm talking to you about salvation. Yeah, salvation. You have to jump off your high horses to receive that thing. That this is the way. This is the life. This is it. You have to jump off. That's why you will never see it. You can never be helped. Hell, it's a place you shouldn't go. It's a place. This, this is the closest I've come. The closest. I can understand what the rich man was asking. I think I can understand it. What the rich man was asking for. That I mean, someone who drinks, he eats. He eats. Someone's meal is his leftover, not on the table, but his leftover on the floor. That's someone's meal. There he is, asking for. He said, take your finger, put it in a bottle of water, come to me. The drop will be enough for me. The drop. That's, that's where I was on that train. I was there. My life in this girl's water. I mean, I'll pay her a million pounds for it. I'll pay her. I'll pay her a million pounds for it, for that water, for that water. It was around six p.m., so the day is over. To make it worse, she's coming from work. She's been sipping it all day. I can't even imagine her tongue stuck in the town. They're pulling it out. Yes. You think you have more eels than me? I have eels. But you haven't seen something before. And I finished and I started telling I sent my family a text that this is what had happened to me. I almost do you you also do ew. I said you are doing ew. You don't know. You don't know that's why you're doing ew. You don't know. I'm the same house with you. I have more ewes than you. But I drank it. No, 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 I had to drink it. I had to drink it. To make matters worse. Do you know what happened? As soon as I finished, do you know what happened? Should I tell you what happened? Have you seen the people who have the water? They just appear with a trolley of bottles. Trolley like that. Stand to your feet, let's go home. <laughs> as long as I took that sip, she appeared. She appeared like it was a trolley, full, full of water. But I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have. I didn't have that thirty seconds. I didn't have it. I didn't have that thirty seconds to wait for that trolley to come. I didn't have it. That trolley would have come to find a body lying there. You also don't have much time. You also don't have much time. Don't say I have time. I have years. I have months. I have young. Don't say that. Don't say that. Consider your life. And consider the word of God. And you say, it is time to turn over to God. Close your eyes and bow your heads and thank God for today. Just say a prayer for yourself that you finish well, you end well. You never go to hell. 
you will never be destroyed. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Oh Lord, help me. That nothing, nothing, nothing will make you think, oh, I have forever. I can, I can do this, do that, and repent another time. I can do this, do this, but you know, it will change. Have another time. I'll come for it another time. I'll come for it another day. No. 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 Don't say that to yourself. Don't say that to yourself. Today is the day. This is the day. This is it. This is it. This is it. This is it. Pray for to God. Pray to God to help you. To strengthen you. To help you. To strengthen you. To strengthen you. To make you a strong Christian. Pray to God. Lord, today I want to be a Christian. God, I want to be a Christian today. Today is my day. I choose you. I choose you. I choose you. I choose you. The boundary is set. The boundary is set. You don't know when. You don't know. Maybe even want to ask God, Lord, forgive me for some of the things I've done. Forgive me. Forgive me. Wash me, Lord. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I took you for granted. I'm sorry I took your ways for granted. Lord, forgive me. Known and unknown ones, Lord. Please forgive me. Forgive me, Lord. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. All I want to do is serve you. All I want to do is live for you. All I want to see in my life is end up in heaven. That I am in heaven. I made it to heaven. I made it to heaven. I got there. I made it. Pray for yourself. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Father, we thank you. I want to thank you for a beautiful, blessed afternoon of hearing your word. Thank you for the reminder. Thank you for the correction. And thank you for the encouragement, Lord, that we've heard from your word today. We bless your name. We bless your name for salvation. For that free gift of salvation. We bless your name for it, Lord. Help us, Lord, with grace and strength never to lose it. Never to lose our faith. Never to take it for granted. Never to, never to treat it and trivialize it. Father, help us to walk strongly with you and to stay with you. Thank you for this blessed time. Thank you for this blessed time. In the name of Jesus, oh God. Now, while every eye is closed and every head is bowed, still in prayer, I want to pray for you specially. Specially. Today is your first time. I know somebody invited you to church. Or maybe you've been coming to church and mingling around with us. But deep in your heart, you know you're far from God. You know you're not right with God. You are not sure whether it will be heaven or hell. If you drop dead today, if today is the day that is set for you, you're not sure whether it will be heaven or hell. While you have life, while you have hope, while you have breath, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be saved. I want to go to heaven when I die. I don't want to miss this opportunity. I don't want to miss this chance. I want God to forgive me of all my sins. I want to be a child of God. I want to go to heaven when I die. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you are here like that, while every eye is closed and every head is bowed, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to go to heaven. Please lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. God bless you. 
wherever you are wherever you are you don't want to go to hell you want to go to heaven just your right hand god bless you i can see all those hands wherever you are standing wherever you are situated don't joke with it don't play with it don't be like somebody who say another time when there's no another time for you today is your day just your right hand and i'll pray with you god bless you god bless you i can see your hands don't harden your heart don't be stubborn don't resist it it's god's love it's god's mercy that is finding you today that is finding you today just your right hand and i'll pray with you god bless you just your right hand very quickly just your right hand pastor pray with me i need jesus in my life i want to go to heaven just your right hand god bless you i can see all your hands i can see your hands now if you have your hand lifted up i want to do one more thing for me one more thing i want you to come to me right here in the front come come out of your seat quickly come come from wherever you are come quickly you didn't lift up your hand but you want to give your life to jesus you can also come you can also come you can also come 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 don't think about anybody in that day you'll be alone on that day you'll be alone you'll be alone it won't be you and your friend it won't be come you want to give your life to jesus today come From the back, from the middle, wherever you are, come. Come to us, come. Come now. Yes, Lord. Come. Come all the way. God bless you as you come. God bless you as you come. Keep coming. Come. Come. God wants you. God loves you. God likes you. Come. Yes. Yes. I come, yes. I come. come. Don't say another day. Don't say another time. Just today is your day. Today is your day. We are singing because we are waiting for you. You want to give your life to Jesus. Come now. Come now. Yes, Lord. Yes. Come. You are the reason we are singing. Come. Come. It's God's love. It's God's mercy. Come. We're going to sing one more time. You are still out there. You are not sure. When you are not sure, it's not that you are bad, you are evil, you've done something bad, but you are not sure whether it will be heaven or hell. You are not sure. I want you to be sure today. Today, I want you to be sure. We're going to sing one more time just to wait for it. It's an invitation by God. Though you can see my face and it's, it's God that is calling you. You are not here by chance. You're not here by accident. But it's God who wants you. It's God who wants to save you. It's God's love and God's mercy for your life. So you are still out there. You are not sure. You are not sure what I will be. I want you to move out of your seat and come right now and give your life to Jesus. Come. We are just singing through one more time. This is your chance. This is your chance. Come right now. Yes, Lord. Jesus, come to.
to Jesus. Come to Him. Just as yes. I am without one Come to Him. But it's worth it. Blood oh, what shed. shed? Your blood was shed for me. Yes. And that thou God. I come oh yes, Lord. Just as, just as we I are. Am Thank you, Father. Thank you. Go bow your heads with me. Close your eyes. Let's stand to our feet as we say this prayer. If you are seated, please. It's a very important time. Very, very, very important time. The most important time of this service is now. Is now close your eyes with me. No more walking around, no moving. Let's all say this prayer together, especially those of you in front. Those of you in front, say this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father, Church, help us to say it. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for Jesus Christ who died on the cross for my sins and rose up on the third day. Say, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. Now say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life from today. From today. I will save you. I will live for you. I will obey you. Say, Heavenly Father, please write my name in the book of life. Say, thank you, Father, for accepting me and making me a child of yours. Now say, Satan, say, Satan, I will no longer save you. I will no longer listen to you. I will no longer obey you. I am a child of God. I am bought with the blood of Jesus. I am saved. I am born again. I am going to live for Jesus. In Jesus name. Say thank you father. For accepting me. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. Father now I pray for them. May they be established in your house. May they be established in the faith. Keep them in the faith, Lord. Keep them by your grace, Lord. Let them serve you for the rest of their lives, Lord. Let the covenants and the yokes and the agreements of the world be broken today, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord. And may they love you. May they live for you. And may they serve you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We have these books for you, please. God bless you. God bless you. Read it. Learn it. It will guide you. It will help you. You read your Bible, you read this one as well. God bless you. It's called How to Be Born Again and Avoid Hell. You have one already? You can give this to somebody. When you go on evangelism, you're going to win a soul. 
So this is this is what you give to the person. Okay. God bless you. Congratulations. Welcome to Jesus. God bless you. You may go back to your seats. God bless you. Clap for them. Clap for them. God bless you. What a blessing. What a blessing. I hope there is no one here who is not saved. He's not sure that he's going to leave this place without making this prayer and this. Because when I remember the scriptures, I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. So if you are not sure, come. Come. We, it, we have all the time for you. Come. If you are not sure now, you feel like coming. Come. We are waiting for you. I feel like praying for you. I feel like praying for you. Dummy, maybe the person wants you to come with. Uh, come. Get this. You know. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. What are they saying? Are they feeling shy? Is it shyness? Shyness shouldn't take you to hell. Who is it? Come, my dear. Come. I can't see you, but come. I want you to give your life to Jesus today. Come, my dear. Come. Come. You are special. You are special. Come. Close your eyes, everybody. Bow your heads with me. Say this prayer with me. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for Jesus who died on the cross for my sins and rose up on the third day. Say, Lord Jesus, I am sorry for all my sins. I'm sorry for all my mistakes. Please come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. Reign in my life. Say, thank you, Father, for accepting me today and making me a child of yours. Please write my name in the book of life. Say, thank you, Father. I love you, Father. Thank you for loving me and accepting me in Jesus' name. Father, thank you for your daughter. Thank you for our sister. Thank you that all chains are broken. Thank you for the fire of your spirit. Thank you that because of her, many shall come to you. Bless her in the faith. Establish her in the faith. Heal her heart. Heal her heart, Lord. And make her strong in you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Where's that book? What's your name? Benice. Benice. God bless you. See you in church. God bless you. Clap for her. Communion, sons of God. Brothers, yes. sisters, we are one. And our lives have just begun. In the spirit, we are young. And we'll live forever. Sons. Sons of God. Hear his holy word. Gather table of the Lord. Eat his body, drink his blood, and we'll sing a song of love. Alleluia, 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 alleluia. Shout together to the Lord, who has promised our reward. Happiness a hundredfold. Sons of God, hear his holy word, gather.
Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood has eternal life. And I'll raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is meat indeed and my body is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me and I in him. Your location has changed this afternoon. You have been moved from a low place To a secure place. Your life is secure. Your finances are secure. Your health is secure. Your family is secure. Your relationships are secure. Your schoolwork is secure. Your marriage is secure. All that pertains to your life is secure after today. As the living father has sent me. And I live by the father. So he that eateth me. Even he shall live by me. Your life, your progress, your advancement, your prosperity, everything that you do now shall be by the strength of Christ. Now you shall live by him, by Jesus Christ. You shall live by, it shall no longer be your strength. It shall no longer be your effort. It shall no longer be what you can do or what you can't do. It shall no longer be by your IQ or your intelligence. It will no longer be by your personality. It will no longer be by your temperament. It will no longer be by your skin color. It will no longer be by your race. It will no longer be by your status. It shall be by the name of Jesus Christ. You shall leave this place in the strength of the name of Jesus. Everything you do now 
shall be effortless because Jesus is doing it Jesus is doing it Jesus takes over your life Jesus takes over your life you will no longer suffer from depression you will no longer suffer from confusion you will never again have suicidal thoughts you will never again suffer from fear you will never again have the fear of failure because Jesus never fails Jesus never fails therefore you cannot fail therefore you cannot fail therefore you cannot fail I banish failure from your life in Jesus name by the word of Jesus Christ your life shall be success your life shall be glory your life shall be goodness and mercies he said he that eateth me even he shall live by me you will live by Jesus Christ you will live by Jesus Christ you will do what he did where he succeeded you will succeed there what he succeeded in you will succeed in it anything that never affected Jesus will never be able to affect you the strength of the name of Jesus comes into you today father I declare every bread every drink blessed it is indeed your body and your and your blood as we eat it and we drink it we declare I declare that we shall live by Jesus we shall live by Jesus we shall live by Jesus thank you father for your blessing in Jesus name amen the body of Christ the body of Jesus Christ eat all of it the blood of Jesus the blood that Jesus shed for us drink all of it the power of Christ rests on you dwells in you and is with you never fear again don't be afraid again don't be afraid again don't be afraid again you will be able you can do it you can overcome you'll be able to do it your life is blessed your life is blessed your life is blessed the life you are living is a blessed life it is not a cursed life it is a blessed life it is a sweet life it is a good life I declare your life a blessed life I declare everything that pertains to your life a blessed thing expect success expect progress expect flourishing expect fruitfulness expect fruitfulness expect good fruits you shall do well you shall excel you shall be the head 
you shall be above only you will never be beneath you will never be left behind you will never be left behind you will never be left behind receive the spirit of the overtaker the spirit of the overtaker the spirit of the overtaker anybody that seems to be ahead of you you shall overtake that person where you felt you have been left behind you are overtaken you shall overtake I bless you with the blessings of the overtaker I bless you with the blessings of the one that is faster than the swift stronger than the mighty richer than the wise receive the blessing receive the blessing receive the blessing receive the blessing in Jesus name I say a good amen. amen it is done it is done tell your neighbor you are faster than the swift and you are stronger than the mighty and you are more successful than the wise because God has done it for you put your hands together for Jesus it shall be effortless the bread on your table shall be effortless the job you will get shall be effortless the income you will get shall be effortless it shall be effortless there shall be no physical audit trail to your success and your prosperity you will stand here and say it is the Lord it is the Lord it has been by the grace of God it will not because it will not be because of a company it will not be because of somebody you met it shall be because of the grace of God it shall be because he that eateth me even he shall live by me begin to live by Jesus begin to live by Jesus